Welcome back to our podcast. Um, our first one, we only got one feedback because we posted it probably half an hour ago. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we really just do this for fun. There's no, like, script, no nothing like that. We just do it for fun. This is how we just sometimes breathe out our anger. Yeah. and Our frustration in life. And if we interrupt each other, that's because we don't have anything. We're just trying to also get our points in at certain times just so we can, like, make sure we have a voice. And, like, because at school we feel like we don't have a voice. Oh, I definitely don't have a voice. No one gives an absolute thing about what I say. And no one cares about what I say. And when I talk about sports, I don't really have anyone to talk to because I know about all sports. I know about football, basketball, except for you and a couple other of my friends. But most of my friends don't know about football, basketball, and all the other sports. They don't really follow ESPN like I do. I'm kind of like a diehard ESPN fan. So this is kind of like for the audience, for the people that don't feel like they have a voice to share their like sports story with. But if you can... Just make a podcast like us. Or don't make a podcast. Just try to find a good friend of yours and talk all about sports all day. If you don't have a friend, hey, talk to one of your parents, brother, sister, whatever. Relatives, it's anyone just, like that. A, whenever I talk to uh, Patrick about sports, it always makes me feel good. Because like, it just helps make sure that I know that I can share my knowledge. And like when I say something, he understands it completely. And they're not like, what? What did you say? Like... He knows what I'm talking about, and it kind of makes me feel, like, understood and, like, appreciated. So, this is what the podcast is, so that's why we don't really follow a script and we have all these tangents. It's just because we like to share all of our opinions as we can, if we can fit it into one episode. Yep, so, here's what our last episode was about. Our last episode was about... College top four teams playoffs basically. Um, and who's gonna win it? And our number two was NFL. Um, NFL top people for top teams, excuse me, to win the um and the Super Bowl. So is the and the dark horse is that we believe, and also we came through with um some. Top ten, top top ten slash top five. Peep, te- players. <laughs> I can't speak right now. I'm oh, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, we came through with some top ten NF- NBA. <laughs> okay. Top ten. All right. I'll say. It. I'll say it. We came up with the NBA players top ten or top five, whichever you chose. Players you would want to start a NBA franchise with. And the original question was going to be, is LeBron in that? And for both of us, it was a yes. We it, do, did believe that LeBron would be in top 10. It's just where would we place him? Exactly. I place him more towards the bottom. He places it more to the top. Yeah. So we have. that's why we like to talk to each other. We have different opinions about different things. And we like to debate and argue in quotation marks. I'm doing air quotes. We don't really argue. We just have like fun, like spirited con. Arguments or not arguments again, like conversations, and it gets pretty fun. Fun, fun disputes. <laughs> yeah, fun disputes. Yeah, we'll call them fun, fun disputes. All right. So. So. We had so 
this question popped into my head not too long ago. Um, so we were so me so Michael's in a bunch more fantasy football leagues than me. I'm in two. One's not with him. One is both drafts. I took Baker Mayfield because this leads to this question: Who do you believe will be the NFL MVP this year, or this um upcoming season? Who do you say? I believe that it's Baker Mayfield because I know it's the Cleveland Browns. I know they have a bunch of bad luck, but I believe this is the time the Cleveland Browns will turn it around and make the playoffs, possibly even Super Bowl. And Baker, sorry for interrupting you, but Baker has Odell, Jarvis Landry, um, David Njoku. David Njoku. He's the tight end for those he, of you who don't know. Um, Nick week, Chubb. Nick Chubb. Week eight, Kareem Hunt comes back. Week ten. It's week ten. Oh, it's week ten. I thought it was week eight. What I the? Check, but um, we definitely think it's. And Richard Higgins, Antonio Callaway. He has options. He's able to space the ball out, kind of like how Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook's able to space out the floor with all their passing. Oh, no. He was right. It will be eight games, so he will be back week... Eight. Yeah, or whenever their bye week is. So they're, That's seven, I believe. Um, so week <clears throat> nine, technically. Week nine, technically. Yeah. So... My pick is Baker because of the obvious reasons... Um, Michael, who's your pick? Oh, sorry, no, he is suspended until week 10. Oh, he is? Yeah, so... Alright, so the articles are all in between 8 and 10, so right now let's just say week 9. Yeah, so week 9, but I looked up at a fancy app, it's week 10, so anyway. Um, my person to win MVP, this is actually a first-time winner. This person's never won MVP, but has been in the league for a long time. Philip Rivers. No, Drew Brees. It's not like, a bad pick. I like Drew. He, he has a bunch of options. He has a solid defense. So that defense can either let up a score, they get the ball back quickly, or they just stop them. Even though he doesn't get too many yards, he'll probably get a touchdown because that's how good they are. Yeah, I like Drew Brees because of the offensive weapons we, he has in Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and Jared Cook. That's kind of like a three-headed pat, passing monster. And Alvin Kamara in the running could also be like a good 40, 50 yard, like a good three down back. But when it comes to the red zone, they're going to pass it. They don't really have that solid running back. But I still think they're going to be generating enough offense that, sorry, um, that Drew Brees will win MVP. So, so that's what opinion. I agree on that is Kamara. Kamara to me is honestly, Sean Payton knows how to use Kamara. Definitely. And he, he knows, sorry to interrupt you, but he knows like how to use two running backs at the same time. That's what he did. That's what he did with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. But sadly, Mark Ingram left to go to the Baltimore Ravens, well, where I think also John, Har- yeah, John Harbaugh knows how to use him. I think John Harbaugh will learn how to use him with Lamar. So Lamar's not always having to run it himself. They actually have a solid running back that's who's, a sol- a proven, who's a proven veteran and can take the ball one or two yards for that score, but also run 20 yards for the first down. But And by the way, I am saying as a dark horse, I do have Lamar as a dark horse to win MVP. Yeah. Because 
people people always are roasting Lamar because people say he has a noodle arm. What if he's like Vic? Mm. What if he had an arm like Vic? People would be praising him like over Vic. But the fact that he doesn't have that strong arm, I feel like he develop he's able to develop that because he develops pretty quickly. Because not in um college, he was under the same coach who used Michael Vick. Well, didn't use Michael Vick, but was brought into the Atlantic Fal- Atlanta Falcons organization as the head coach to utilize Vick the right way until Vick got um arrested for two years. Yeah, so and um, Lamar had the play under him. He used them right, but it was a um air raid op- offense with a bunch of read options. So I do give credit, but air raid is the easiest form or easiest type of pl- like scheme. Yeah. To um for college quarterbacks to do. Yeah. So some so we're not so. Hold on, I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you're fine. But the fact that Lamar came in, what, as the starter when Flacco went down at, like, week 8 or week 9 or something? Yeah, I think I was, like, closer to the end of the season. Yeah, it was closer. So he came in then and did better than most quarterbacks. People thought he would crumble. Yeah. They, They were like, no, he's too weak, he's too... Yeah, he can't throw the ball. Yeah, he couldn't throw the ball his rookie year. I agree. But I do think he'll be the dark horse because he has more options now. Yeah. He doesn't have... I know he doesn't have a wide receiver. I know he doesn't. But I do think the way he's able to do it with Mark Ingram, it's yeah. just amazing. So, um, obviously you can tell that Patrick is a Lamar Jackson fan. Fan, yeah. But... We so, don't promote betting on this show. If there are any adults listening, go right ahead. But I've, I'm on Instagram right now, and this just shows up in my feed. These are some NFL MVP odds for um, MVP, of course. We got Patrick Mahomes first. He's 5-1, to one, which means if you bet $100, you can win $500. Aaron Rodgers, he's a quarterback for Green Bay. At Hopefully nine everyone to one. knows him. Yeah. At 9-1, to one, as is Carson Wentz. He is also 9-1. to one. We got Drew Brees and Baker Mayfield, the two, two, the two picks for us. For MVP, they are both 10-1 to one odds. And we have Phillip Rivers, the quarterback for the Chargers, at 15-1. to one. And then our hometown hero, Tom Brady, yeah. next. Yep, we got Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, and Russell Wilson all tied at 20-1 to one odds. One of who I would actually replace instead of Derek Carr there. I say people are doing that only because of Antonio Brown. The person that I do say might be able to switch out for that is Dak Cam Scott. Newton. I was going to say Dak. Cam Newton has DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. And Ron Rivera didn't really know how to use him at first. No. Now I feel like he's going to know how to able to use him due to just his type of plays because Christian McCaffrey, he's a fast receiving back. Yeah, yeah, I can see he's, that. He's able to break off tackles. He's not that much of a trucker. He's no, more... he's a definite trucker. He's got he's got the arm size of Saquon's quads. Like, it's insane. They're both... Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey are both 
very physical running backs and can stiff arm and truck through most defenders. So continue. Sorry. No, that's fine. But he's not that much of a trucker. He didn't really show that off. But if he can do that this year, no doubt he's going to be the best running back in the league in my eyes. So I. Sorry for interrupting you. You're fine. But for fantasy eyes, who's your fantasy MVP this year? This is my fantasy MVP, like Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's going to be throwing it 80, 90 yards down the field to who other than Tyreek Hill. And that's why if if you're like, yeah, I'll take a risk saying that Patty Mahomes is not going to win MVP – Take Tyreek Hill. He'll be your superstar. So I have as a dark horse MVP, Dak Prescott. He's playing for a contract. And if he doesn't perform, he's not not going to get it. He might get franchised if they sign Zeke to a deal. Well, the thing. And Amari. But I just. Carson. I'm not Carson. I'm sorry. Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper are playing for a contract here. So I think they're going to find out a way to work out a connection that makes Dak look good by. Showing he can show off his arm by throwing the ball deep and Amari's skills to break off the defender and route running. So route running. So I think it's a, I think Dak Prescott could be kind of a steal bet for MVP. I think he could be anywhere from the top three to the top five in MVP voting. So, yeah. So. On, I'll be back. So sorry, guys. Um, so basically, Dak Prescott plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and if you've been following up on the news lady, the da- lately, the Dallas Cowboys have been having some trouble getting um, Ezekiel Elliott, their star running back, a contract. Even though he has two years left on his rookie deal, he feels as though he needs to be paid higher, or else he's going to hold out, the, not the season, but hold out for um, quite a bit just so he can see how the Cowboys do without him and see and try to show like what mistake they've made. But Dak Prescott isn't doing that and he is playing for a contract. He only has this year left on his rookie deal and if he performs well, he probably will get a contract from Jerry Jones, the owner. And Amari Cooper also needs to perform well cuz he has one year left on his deal, so that kind of so that kind of connection and kind of like works out for the Cowboys in a way where their top superstars need to be performing at a high level which will help perform help them perform at a high level so if so that's why I'm saying he's a dark horse really because if they perform well if the Cowboys perform well he's gonna perform well and who knows they could even go to the NFC championship game which I think isn't a bad spot for the Cowboys to pay him. If he leads the team to there, then I think he could obvi- definitely, not obviously, but definitely him and Amari will get paid. And Zeke, whether he's not on the team, whether he or not he's on the team, will depend on how he gets paid. If he gets, they're supposed to be working out a deal with him. So hopefully he gets paid so that he can return the team and the team can return to full strength and make a run at the Super Bowl. So that's very interesting. Some most people say Patrick Mahomes is the odds on favorite to win the MVP because he won it last year and he performed so well. He threw fifty touchdowns, which is 
some of the most thrown by a QB in NFL history. So that's kind of impressive. So that's why most people have him as the favorite. So, um, yeah. So anyway, now that Patrick's back from... Sorry, that's a blooper. I did not take out the trash. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. We're sorry. If you don't like this part of us just, like, spontaneously leaving, then don't listen, because this is probably going to happen more often no, than no, you think. please do listen. Well, just... I, don't get mad if we, like, no, no, no. if we have to no, go... No. It's okay if you guys get mad. I understand. I would be frustrated, too. Just be a little bit patient with us. Yeah, we're trying That's to... That's all that we ask. Yeah, we're trying to figure this out and make sure no one disturbs us, but we're just kids. We don't really have any control. We don't have any control over time, honestly. Okay, so want to move on to our next topic? Um, yeah, sure. Um, that is, where does Team USA rank in the... FIBA World Cup. So what the FIBA is, is... Basically, FIFA, like the soccer league for basketball. It's this giant tournament where all countries... Go at it. Yeah, basically all the countries compete in a tournament for gold medals. It's like the Olympics, but only for basketball. So, right now, Team USA has been struggling because most of the star players that are should be on Team USA have opted out not to play. Because... Focus on the NBA season yes. or MV or um injury reason why, yeah. So. And such as a person who didn't do that was Giannis Antetokounmpo. He plays. He doesn't play for the U.S. though. He plays for Greece, which sadly got eliminated today. They did. Well, they lost so. to who? Um, Monaco, I think. Who's in Monaco? I don't know, but they lost on the last second shot. Anyway, but so I some, have some people like some big names like. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, well, Kawhi Kevin Leonard. Durant due to injury. Well, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, Paul George. Was LeBron on it? I don't think so. Oh well, maybe he was. Paul George, Carmelo. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah, that's a Carmelo's a star, bro. Yeah. He should get signed, Kyle, or if not, play for the big yeah. three. So another person, Kyle Lowry. So a lot of players have just opted out. So that leaves us with mostly actually Boston Celtics, like Marcus Smart. Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, who got hurt but is fine. So anyway, they actually had... He got ice, bro. Yeah. So they played a game today against Turkey where it went to basically overtime and it came down to the final stretch. And the U.S. eventually won, but they were almost losing at some point. But because of Jason Tatum getting fouled on the last shot, he was able to make two of three free Wait, throws. Wait, wasn't it an and one? No, he didn't make a shot, so he got three free throws. So basically, he made two of the three, which forced it into overtime, which usually doesn't happen. Usually, U- U.S. dominates the um, World Cup like every single time. Yeah, but they, they crush everyone like one twenty to like seventy. But this year, it's getting like really close, and some people are worried that like because it's getting so close, should we really be cheering for them, or should we be cheering for like? We in should. case the players don't get hurt. We should. Because that... Why not show your pride for the NBA? Why not show all the Americans that risk their season, technically? Because mm-hmm. say if Jason Tatum shot the shot... He did. He shot it. Shot it, fell down on his ankle, 
and had broke his ankle or tore his ACL somehow. Yeah, like a Gordon Hayward. Yeah, like a Gordon Hayward injury, and was out and was never the same. See how risky that is. But some play. That's so why you most- should still cheer for them. But because some these basketball players have given like their not their lives, but like their talent, their time, their time, time and talent. Yeah, their time and talent to go across country and to represent our country. Just so instead of staying with their team, sorry for interrupting you. No. Instead of staying with their teams and their families, it, like because this is the NBA. Honestly. No, because I remember Jason Tatum brought his wife and his kid there. Well, yeah, but like most of the people, like most of the players, don't want to bring their families internationally. But like these players are spending time away from their family and their team, and getting not prepared for the NBA season where. They just want to make sure USA has a team, and they can show that even without the big superstar names, they, they can, can still perform. Yeah. All right. So, so that was kind of like a short topic. We just wanted to address that because of the game that was going on. Now we'll move on to our next topic. No, 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 no. Okay. We're not, we haven't so. finished yet. Oh, you <laughs> don't want to finish? Oh. Okay. No, no, no. I the reason want... why is because we the original question was where did they where did they finish? Oh, where do they finish? I say they take home the bronze or silver medal. I say Spain takes it all. I say silver. I don't. If they go gold, that's amazing. But I think <laughs> that shows how strong USA will yeah, be. And honestly, I that's hope how USA sh- wins, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, but if they get, to be honest, if USA gets gold, that shows just how dominant the NBA can be and what skill level the NBA has shown and why it's so interesting to so many fans like us. All right. So I think they finished silver, but gold would definitely prove that you don't have to be a household name to compete for U.S. and still win. All right, so. And also the other teams just suck. (laughs) <laughs> nah, not not really. Not re- because, no, I'm just saying. Because they're way better than us. Yeah. I know we're fresh, about to be freshmen in the high school. But they're still... The fact that they're playing in that just shows how much of high level, level of talent in them. And they deserve props. And that's a lot of pride. And so, now heading into our next topic... Who do we believe is the most promising NFL talent from the past draft class? So, so like Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Daniel Jones, who's probably not it for a lot of you, and he's not it for me. He's not it for me. Some other names. Always <laughs> oh, correct. Anyway, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Puberty is nice. Uh, it's it's a dream. Josh Jacobs. And for you Patriot fans, Nikhil Harry. Uh, my person is actually was not taken in the first round. And, and I kind of agree with him, but I am a Michigan fan, so it's a bit biased. And I'm kind of a bandwagon. I don't care. But I say Rashad Gary's the best because they're putting him at... For those people who don't know, Rashad Gary was taken by the Packers, the Packers and he is a like, defensive end. So he's going to play on the line, which I think was a good fit. He's either... So Green Bay announced that he's either playing on the line or on as an outside linebacker oh. due to Clay Matthews leaving. Yeah, I think they should put him... Where do you think the, he should put him? I think they should put him at the outside linebacker position yeah. because 
The guards can't contain him. What do you think the tackles are going to do? To be honest, I didn't even know Clay Matthews left until like two days ago. I like, yeah, because I like he said, yeah, because he announced that. that he was happy with yeah, his like, new team. And yeah. then I was like, wait, he left? I know. I saw it. Like, I was. So we don't know all sports, but I was like, on, it was on my Alexa. Like, it just said, Clay Matthews is happy with new opportunity with the Rams. I'm like, he left? With the Rams? So most of the we probably read about it and we're like, wow, this happened, but like totally forgot about it. So so keep explaining why you think Rashad Gary is. Rashad Gary in college was a different breed. If you guys were watching college football, he was getting like 11, 12 sacks a year in his freshman year, which was incredible for a true freshman. Sophomore and junior year, he still performed at a consistent rate. That's huge. Consistency. Sorry, I can't speak. He's trying to say consistency is for those of you. Is a lot for talented young prospects. And he's pretty good, honestly. Yeah. So if they put him at the end position, I don't, I don't think the... Um, Teams are going to really expect him to be this good. And he's going to get a lot of sacks. Then they're going to get film and then double team. And it's going to just make the Green Bay defense so much better down low. But my problem with the Green Bay defense, they haven't proved themselves to be pretty good defenders. So my person, as I said, was not taken in the first round. It was actually taken in the second round. By none other than the Cleveland Browns. His name is Greedy Williams. He's a cornerback out of LSU. I think he is a definite, uh, definite deep threat. Like he can bait quarterbacks, which is amazing. I which th- is huge in this league. Yes. Sorry for interrupting no. you, but it's huge. Say if um, because what was one of the baits was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. The Brandon Cooks one, right? No, it wasn't the Brandon Cooks one. It wasn't that. It was against Tom Brady, actually. It was the Rams in the first quarter, the first drive of the game. So, the Patriots were. Please tell me. The Patriots were at, like, the Rams 45. Yeah. They looked like they were going to score. The Rams or the Patriots? The Patriots. Okay. So, it was like a gun, and they had Hogan on a quick um, curl. Yeah. So. Brady throws it. Yeah, it was a bit of a bad throw. Why? Why? The cornerback baited him into doing it because the cornerback was in zone, right? Yeah. And then stepped up so fast when Brady was releasing it, and he Brady didn't want to throw it, so he messed up, and it started wobbling in the air. Oh. And Hogan tried to knock it down out of the dude's hands. The dude tapped it up in the air because he knew Hogan was going to do that, and... Littlewood for the Rams, who's an outside linebacker, picked it off. Yeah. It was a beautiful play. It was probably one of the better plays in the game. Yeah. And it's really underrated in that game. It was a beautiful, smart play. Baiting is also important because there's so many quarterbacks in this league that are that, that are sorry. Yeah, that are mobile. Like they can, they don't usually throw it, but once they throw it, if you can bait it into throwing it to a seemingly open wide receiver, you can take you it can, to the house. You can take it, yeah. But that's what's so important about baiting. Like Ed Reed did that to Peyton Manning. There's a story going around how Ed Reed oh, actually yeah. did played a coverage wrong. 
during so many weeks, like I think it was eight weeks, until he faced Peyton Manning. And then when Peyton Manning saw that Ed Reed was doing the same coverage, he, he threw, threw he, it. Yeah, he threw he it. So he threw it to the he threw it to the receiver that looked open, and then Ed Reed rushed to that receiver and picked it off and took it to the house. That just shows you what type of breed Ed Reed was. But that's what's so important about baiting a quarterback. It's just it can show how how if you're a speedy defender, it can show if you can show your defensive skills and rushing skills. So I think one of one of my favorite cornerbacks is Patrick Peterson. He was never really good at this. He wanted people to test him. Yeah. If Patrick Peterson was a bit faster and was able to bait quarterbacks if he was better in zone, yeah. imagine how good he would be. Yeah, imagine he was, he was top he was like top ranked in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Troy Palomalu. Troy Palomalu, who was great at it and he was a hard hitter, so wasn't Ed Reed. That's why they were so legendary. Um, some slower guys, such as like Ray Lewis. I know he's a linebacker, but it's still kind of important for linebackers and cornerback safeties is baiting. Linebackers you don't need as much. Um, safeties. Yeah, it's good to have, but if you don't have it, it's not the worst. You just got to be there in coverage. And cornerbacks, if you have it, you're elite. Yeah. So, Greedy Williams was, of course, taken with the pick after the Patriots, which I'm kind of mad about. I'm like... Well, we didn't really... We drafted, of course, another cornerback. His name was Joe Juan Williams. I don't know if he's still on the team or not, to be honest. I th- I hope he is, cause because I don't want to... that would have been a waste. If he's not there, if he's not there, that's a bad move. But if he's still there and they don't want him, trade him. Yeah. So, um... So, how how do you think these guys will affect their the um like for you? How do you feel like he would affect the Browns' defense? How do you feel like Grady Williams would? Grady Williams would. He's affect- definitely a, like they have a great young core, a great young secondary. It's a great addition to Denzel Ward. It's a great little one-two complement. It's a one-two punch, like. You can't really line up outside because you're either going to be covered by Denzel Ward or Greedy Williams, which I think is going to be hard for teams who like to throw it downfield. So, like, and I when, think, we, when we watch, like, such as Kansas City versus Cleveland, that's yeah. going to be a matchup yeah. because they Tyreek Hill is so fast, but maybe... They're going to have to really utilize Sammy Watkins. Yeah. They're going to ha- so the linebackers should know that after some film... If they can't throw the Tyreek, they're either going Kelsey or Watkins. If they shut down Watkins and bait into um, Kelsey and just keep baiting, so um, it would be nice. Yeah, so about that Patriots cornerback I was talking about, he is actually on the 53-man team, which is good. So anyway. Um, um, so yeah. let me say how I feel like Rashad Gary will affect the, the Packers. The Packers. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be a force to reckon with. I don't say like Aaron Donald Wait, force. I just want no to say way. one more. I just want to say one more thing about Greedy Williams. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. But like when they do face the Kansas City Chiefs, they're either going to have to double team on Tyreek with Greedy and Denzel, or Sammy Watkins just do single coverage with no, Sammy no, no. Watkins. So here's what 
the Browns should do. What the Patriots did in the AFC Conference Championship, yeah, which was smart, but still, Tyreek still had a pretty good game. Yeah. But um, the Patriots had Gilmore and Tyreek, who's Tyreek can blow by him. Oh yeah, he's but they put McCordy with him too. Which one, Devin or Jason? Devin. Jason was on Watkins, kind of really shut him out. Yeah. What about and Chung? Wasn't Chung? Chung, Chung was there to help out with Kelsey, and Kelsey. that was a fa- and that was yeah. That's honestly why. such a destructive game plan to Kansas City, yeah, that's and why. that shows you how Kansas City is that good. Yeah. Because they still force the force the New England Patriots with the coaching mastermind of Bill Belichick. Billy Billy. <laughs> Billy Billy instead of Dilly Dilly. Um, uh-huh. That shows you how packed the offense was and how good that defense was for yes. the Kansas City I, Chiefs that night. I definitely, it was really slept on. Yeah. I definitely think the Patriots defense was slept on this year. Just with J.C. Jackson, Patrick Chung, those guys could actually cover well, but weren't that like they just got on the guy and made sure their top guy couldn't get the ball or score. So... I think it was very impressive to see their them in full force in the Super Bowl and the AFC Conference Championship. I think that was very nice. So anyway, sorry to interrupt, and no. sorry we go on tangents like this all the time, and we're gonna do Whoa, this all I'm through the podcast. Gonna, so, I'm, I'm actually sorry that I interrupted you, but I'm actually gonna continue on that. No, I thought that, you were gonna uh, continue on Rashawn Gary. I I will in a second, but okay. what I do believe is. You know how in the NBA, the Trailblazers have probably the best chemistry in the league. Second is, like, the Warriors. Yeah, so they have, for yeah. those who don't know, they have NBA superstars such as Damian Lillard, who basically de- <laughs> just, just destroyed, destroyed the, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. So basically, the Oklahoma City Thunder faced the Portland Trailblazers in a playoff game. In the first round. In the first round. And Damian Lillard shot a amazing three pointer, a fadeaway. A fade keep away. in mind with one of the best defenders in the league in Paul George covering him, yeah, well, and he drained it. He he hit it. The crowd went wild, but that was actually the end of the Oklahoma City Thunder because they, the they Oklahoma lost. City Thunder was like with that type of dude around and all the talent in the Western Conference. Why don't we take for later and then. Paul George was like, all right, I need to get out of here. And then... Russell Westbrook was like... And the Russell Russ, Russell was like, whatever, I need to get out of here too. No, he wasn't and like, they're like, okay, no, bang, bang. Okay, he wasn't like, I want to get out of here. He's saying, I know how much... I'm appreciative of how much you guys have supported me throughout my entire NBA career. I just feel like since you guys are going in this direction, I need to go to a team that focuses on winning a championship right now, not tanking. So that's why he was traded to the Houston Rockets with his good old buddy James Harden. Yay. KD gets traded to the Rockets. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Remember the cartoon I showed you in the barbershop? Oh, yeah. That was so funny. So we watched this cartoon about um, KD and James Harden and Russell Westbrook trying to all get together. But anyway, we're going off again. So anyway, continue about um, Grady Williams. And I'm sure Grady. So I feel like... Rashad Gary, he was great in college. Most he, people didn't watch him because Michigan exact. games, Michigan games weren't really nationally televised. Yeah, and so with that, Gary 
was putting on a show. No one really saw that. He is not, he's not like, I'm not praising him like the next Aaron Donald or the next J.J. Watt. No, he's far from that. He is the next star in the NFL at the defensive end position. I do think, I do think he'll be a pro bowler. And he could take that, his game into the next level because he's fast for an end. He's really fast for him. Yeah. That's why they're able to put him at an outside linebacker. To be but honest, I know he... nothing about Rashawn Gary, so when I'm saying yeah, yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about, so I'm just trying to like steadily agree with him, but I have no idea what he's talking about. So if you ever have questions about Rashawn Gary, please, if you know go to, Patrick... Go to my Instagram at yeah. pbrennan91. Yes, so please just talk to him. And if you want to learn anything about the Patriots, please contact me. So anyway... And so, when Rashad Gary, Rashad Gary, his only weakness, if he plays um, outside linebacker, I do say pass coverage. Yeah. Because they had him play outside linebacker for the last couple games for Michigan, and he was not good at all. He wasn't a good coverage. He was able to still get to the quarterback. He got like one or two sacks per game, but he wasn't good in coverage. They were burning the. They would have the tight end burned on him if the Packers are able to develop him into a good coverage linebacker or have him stay at the defensive end and elevate his game into the best defensive end prospect in the league. Or if which I don't think I do think they're able to have him take his end game to the next level, but I don't think they'll have him be able to take his um outside linebacker game to the next level because Clay Matthews when he went to Green Bay, he was still he was a phenomenal pass coverage dude. And then he turned into one of the most ferocious um one sec. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. That was his younger brother. That was Patrick's younger brother, Kevin. And usually these interruptions are going to happen frequently. Or not frequently, but at least multiple times throughout the show. We apologize. We do. We don't mean these to happen. These are not scripted. These are just random things that happen and we cannot control. Sadly. And we want to control them. But if you just hear any random noise or hear us just one person going on for a long time... It's either that that person has a lot of information on it, like Patrick does with Rashawn Gary, or they had to go do something for their parents. So that's why also if like you hear just like us going on about the same thing for long periods of time, like only one person, then that means the other person's probably doing chores or something. So, um back to Rashawn Gary. <laughs> oh yay. So. More minutes of Rashawn Gary said everyone. Well, Sarcastically, I'm kidding. No, some people actually do care about this, and we hope you guys actually do care about. But care if about you guys this. don't care, that's fine. Yeah, we pro- we won't do this. We won't do the same topics every week. We're trying to, or not every week, but every time we do an episode, we're trying to make sure that we can we have we spread enough time between episodes that we can get new content and fill in about new stuff. So, All right. So we just want to make the view- the listeners happy. And so if you guys know us, please feel free to contact us about any topics you would like to hear us talk about. And we'll definitely try to include it in the next episode. So 
when Clay Matthews went to Green Bay, I'm not sure if he was a rookie or anything. I think all that I knew was he was a phenomenal pass coverage linebacker. That's why he was a linebacker. And he they wanted him to play middle linebacker because he was kind of fast. But then the Packers used him as an outside linebacker, and then he was, then they created a monster. He was amazing in his prime as a pass rusher. And that's how they did so well. And that's why they won a Super Bowl with Charles Woodson playing cornerback instead of safety. So that's why I believe Richard Gary will be so good. As a end, that's why I don't see him playing linebacker for the Packers. If he does want to play linebacker, go to like LA or something. The Rams. They're able to develop your defense very well. Alright, so is that it for all of our topics? I think so. So basically we don't know how long each episode is. As you can see, probably the first episode is about thirty seven minutes and this episode is about forty to forty two minutes. So we won't have a specific time made up for every episode. We'll just see how long we can go talking about each topic before it gets kind of repetitive and boring. And we will and try to we go. hate. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We keep interrupting each know, other. Because we just... have to be patient. But um, we don't like interrupting each other. We don't like it being boring. And if it is boring, I'm sorry. Tell us. Give us some feedback. And we'll try and make it interesting. We'll try our hardest to please everyone. If we're able to please everyone, that's something that's amazing. But if we can please most of our audience and some of them don't like it, I'm sorry. We'll just try and keep it better. We'll try and do what's best for us and best for you guys. Yeah, but if you want to, if you just like heard this amazing news story about a sport that we haven't covered yet or if we haven't heard it yet we will definitely get it in our episode because we love to hear back from our listeners and make sure that they know that they're being heard and they also have a voice like we're trying to spread if they have so if they don't have any friends that talk about sports just please like share some news story that you really want to be discussed by another person besides you and you want to hear other person's take on it, please share it. Because it just makes us feel like we have, like... A word. Yeah, we just have... We have a word. We have your attention. We really appreciate with your attention. We appreciate entertaining you with our words about our favorite sports. Like, I'm a hockey dude. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. And now I'm an NFL dude. I love NFL I follow anything NFL. If you I, tell me anything about the NFL, I could probably tell you I could probably tell you all the details about it. And just just because we're focused on those sports doesn't mean we're going to only focus on those sports. We're going to try to get all of it. Like once hockey season starts, there's going to be I'm I'm going to Michael doesn't know as much as I do at hockey. Hockey have- is my specialty. If you ask me anything about my hometown team or anything like that, I will give it to you. I will be, I'll be as accurate as accurate as I can. So, so my, since Michael doesn't know that much, we're actually. I am have- actually gonna have some guests, some of my friends come in that know hockey very well. And if you're not even my friend and you do, and you want to become friends and just 
go on this and just oh. play and just talk about some hockey topics or anything else. Yeah. Just let us know at our Instagrams at pbrennan91 and mpetrask. That's M P E T R A S K E. And mine is cap um lower all lowercase P B R E N N A N 91. So, we loved, if you guys want to make an appearance on the show or talk about anything, please let us know, and we will try our very best to schedule a topic or a podcast with you, and it's just amazing. And so, definitely during hockey, during ho- right hockey, now we're going to- basketball season. Yeah, right any, now- any story we, that comes up that interests us, we will try and cover. Yeah, we're not- we're only focusing on football and basketball now. That's because that's what's going because on. Because right that's uh, sorry for interrupting you, but um, the reason why we're covering that right now is because that's what's being yeah. producing the most stories. Yeah, like definitely. it's like how, like saying how Kawhi's drama last year, yeah, compared to this year's Kawhi yeah. drama. Which wasn't, or, no. because Kawhi is Kawhi. Yeah, so. It's like, if the um, NHL season comes up and it does very well, then. So, basically, we're, j- but once winter time comes, we will talk about other sports. And we will have other guest hosts besides me and Patrick. But definitely during hockey season, I will not be a yes. speaker on this. I won't be a guest. I might be if we can fit a football story in. I will come in, but mostly during the winter, it's going to be hockey and football. But mostly hockey because we're going to start getting into the NHL regular season pretty so, soon. Yeah, so that will be not a separate show, but that will be a separate host from me. It's one of Patrick. It could be one of Patrick. It's going to be one of Patrick's friends. We're probably going to start off with a good friend of ours called Adam Long. He, called Adam Long. Yeah, his name's Adam. Long. His name's Adam Long, but he, he's probably going to be our first guest host, and we'll just go from there. And if you guys have any feedback on the guest host, like, or if you want to be a guest host yourself, please just please just contact us on sure. our Instagrams. I'll probably put it in our description. Definitely. Yeah. And so we are sadly running out of time, but due to this, um app we're using this app we're using it's maximum 60 minutes so we're running out of time i know it's 46 minutes but um we really enjoy it when we get feedback we love to know that you guys are listening and contact uh, contact us and tell us what you want to know if you guys want to know anything want our opinions on it just contact us yeah, and we don't even have to do it over the podcast. Like we can, we can do, do it, it over phone. We can do it over text. We can do it we over can do instant, it, Instagram. We, we could do it in person. Yeah, if we it, live close. Yeah, and we're not gonna always do the same schedule. We're gonna have schoolwork. We're gonna have new stories that come up or no stories at all, and we're gonna have to talk about the same things. So it all depends on how the week goes or however the year goes so we definitely we're just trying to do this for fun we're just a couple of friends who decided to do a podcast about the thing we love which is sports sports can bring people together like me and or him, draw them apart definitely but me and him used to be like kind of torn apart we were went our separate ways and then we got 
through sports kind of we got back together and we became very good friends mm-hmm. so it's definitely the power of sports is incredible and that's why we like to do this we just want to make sure that everyone's voice is heard so please and we're gonna try and keep this as pg as we can but um last episode we didn't really keep it pg we talked about drugs i said swear yeah um we're we're gonna try and keep that out but the least the but most we might a- we accidentally might go PG have an out- 13 we, we might go pg-13 but sadly sadly god pg-13 the worst kind of genre behind r that's amazing. That's like the kind. That's like the. That's what seven-year-olds should watch R-rated movies. <laughs> that's a. That's a parenting skill that everyone should learn. Future parents, learn this. Seven-year, take your seven-year-old to watch it. Oh God. I know, right? Kevin has watched that. Uh, nightmare. I know, but All still, right. thank you guys so much, and please keep following us and making sure that we hear you. So, bye, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you. This is us signing off.